And I still have goosebumps thinking about it, but he had just been incarcerated and he got out of prison and totally changed his life. And he started with flipping houses and he found the hard money lender that trusted him enough to fund the deal. And then we met very shortly after that. And he started doing land deals about two years ago. And he's actually who I built the Land Sharks course around one-on-one coach this guy and I built the course around him from his questions. That's what I included in my modules, just like Tom Kroll taught me to do to provide the best course for students. But his story was so powerful. I mean, he's done three land deals and the first one was $30,000 net profit. The second one was over a half million dollars net profit. Yeah. Yeah. That's some celebration. That's some victory bell time. Right there. Man, that's a big Absolutely. Wow. And that's not it. That's not it. The builder that he sold the land to is building him a house as well as part of it. Not just $500,000 net profit, but building a house as well. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. What's going on, Rhino Nation? We have an amazing episode for you today. This is the thousandth episode for Wholesaling Inc. Thank you, Rhino Nation, for all the support over these years. This is the podcast of change. I've got Mr. David Dodge with me. I've got Miss Lauren Hardy and Miss Grace is gracing us with her presence today. <laughs> we get her a lot. So I'm just super excited to be doing this and honored to be a part of this. And let's just kind of go around. David, how are you today? I know you're in the field, but thanks for jumping on. Oh, man, I'm doing great, Grant. Thanks for hosting. Thanks for having me. Thousandth episode, man. That's so amazing. This is so amazing. This podcast has changed so many people's lives. And I'm just so grateful to be here, man. This is awesome. So yeah, thanks for having me, man. Incredible. Thanks for being here. Miss Lauren Hardy, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Brent, I'm doing great. I decided for the thousandth episode, I am going to wear this bright pink shirt that I have on with a rainbow for the thousandth time because I have filmed more wholesaling <laughs> podcasts in this shirt. I think I'm at a thousand, honestly. So. Hey, we all have those lucky shirts. I call it lucky, but you know, it could be anything, but we all have that shirt and that's amazing. I'm glad you're wearing it. Miss Grace Mills, how are you today? Hello. Thank you so much for having me on today as well, Brent. I'm just as excited as David, like a thousand episodes. That's a big deal. And even more so that we all get to contribute to changing people's lives through that podcast and even through our actual coaching as well. So I'm incredibly grateful to even be a part of this entire process. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, so I'm so blessed to be in you guys' presence and I'm just so happy to do it with you. And I'll tell you, the change and just seeing all this go through and sometimes I had to pinch myself that, you know, we're a part of this great organization, Wholesaling Inc., changing so many people's lives. I mean, Wholesaling Inc. changed my life back in 2016 when I first heard that guy that he just had all this energy and I felt like he had drink two Red Bulls every time he got on a podcast or, you know, the old rhino Tom Kroll for starting all this. And it's just been truly amazing to see my life change. I came from the military. I was in the military and I literally felt like I was shackled every single day being told where to be, where to go, 
like where to deploy to. You're going to be away from your family for weeks at a time, sometimes a year at a time. And this ultimately wholesaling changed my life. So now I have the pleasure of being their land coach and being able to change other people's lives, just like you guys, David, Lauren, and Grace. And I literally just got to do a podcast with a gentleman named Chris Meeks that just shared his story with me. And I still have goosebumps thinking about it, but he had just been incarcerated and he got out of prison and totally changed his life. And he started with flipping houses and he found the hard money lender that trusted him enough to fund the deal. And then we met very shortly after that. And he started doing land deals about two years ago. And he's actually who I built the Land Sharks course around, one-on-one -on -one coached this guy and have built the course around him from his questions. That's what I included in my modules, just like Tom Kroll taught me to do to provide the best course for students. But his story was so powerful. I mean, he's done three land deals. And the first one was $30,000 net profit. The second one was over a half million dollars net profit. Yeah. Yeah. That's some celebration. That's some victory bell time. Right there. Man, that's a big Absolutely. Wow. And that's not it. That's not it. The builder that he sold the land to is building him a house as well as part of it. Not just $500,000 wow. net profit, but building a house as well. And then the third deal, he just bought a thousand lots a certain area of Colorado that there's major builders already competing to buy it. And he's going to be somewhere in the seven and a half figures for wow. profit. But let me tell you the best part. I'm not even there yet. This guy went from prison to donating 10% on each deal, every single deal he's ever done, he started an organization called Hope Homes and he's changing people's lives with the money he's making. And that's my change. I mean, you asked me back in 2016 when I came around, when I heard Wholesaling Inc. for the first time, when I'm like crying on the way to work because I'm not gonna see my kids for like weeks at a time. And I'm like scared to death my wife's gonna leave me because I'm gone for so often so long with the military. Like if I would've known all this now, and be on the thousandth episode, I still have to pinch myself. Like, I can't believe that's even real. So there's my story. There's my opening for the thousandth episode. I'm gonna go ahead and turn it over to one of you fine folks. Okay, well, how do I come after that, Brant? Geez, as, let me wipe up my tears here. That was pretty <laughs> crazy. That story, first of all, what incredible success that your student had. That's insane numbers. I literally wrote down, get into land. <laughs> so that's, no, that's, that's crazy. You know, yeah, 10 years ago, I was working a corporate job and I was 25 and I had a one-year-old and I just got pregnant. And I knew I have to get out of this corporate job. First of all, because I didn't really make enough money to pay for two kids daycare. Like it didn't make sense. I think I made like 50 grand a year. And by the time taxes and then daycare fees, it was like, why am I even working at this point? You know, the other thing was just like, my daughter hardly knew who I was. Like I worked eight to five. It was an hour commute. So I was dropping my kid off at like, you know, early 730 in the morning and coming back at six. And by the time we were home, she's awake for like one hour. And then I had to put her to bed. And she really knew the daycare provider better than she knew her own mom. And I didn't want to raise kids that way. So for me, it wasn't money. I wasn't money focused. It really was time freedom. I wanted to know what like the park looked like and felt like at you know, 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. If anybody who like works corporate world and you've had like some time in like, you know, that eight to five, you know, Monday through Friday, like 
just what does the world look like on a Wednesday during the day? Like, do aliens come out and like walk around? Like, it just felt so like, what is this like? I just wanted to get out of that corporate jail. And more importantly, like, I just wanted control over my life. My kid got sick. I wanted to be able to be home with her. You know, I didn't really do corporate politics very well. So I wasn't getting like offered, you know, the promotions like some other people were. I just wasn't really made for that life. So, you know, finding out about house flipping and wholesaling in the real estate investing industry, I really stumbled upon it, you know, and I'm very lucky that my brother happened to introduce it to me. And I spent a whole year listening to podcasts just like this one every single day and going, one day I'm going to be on one of those podcasts. Like I'm going to be the person sharing my story and inspiring people stuck in this corporate hell that I'm in. And it's going to be really, really cool. So here we are, you know, what an honor to have been able to host this podcast for the last couple of years. I'm super honored. I'm honored to, you know, have been able to make an impact on other people's lives. Um, I've had some incredible students go through my program over the last few years, many with stories with their backs against the wall. One in particular, since we're sharing, that I could think of is actually one more that made me nervous. That's why I first thought about it. His name was Ryan, such a nice guy. And on his welcome call, because when you get into our program, the first thing we do is I get on the phone with you. Most of you guys do the same. And you have some one-on-one -on -one time where like we kind of dive into your business and what you need help with. And I kind of give you some tips of best success, right? Just depending on kind of your situation. So Ryan tells me in this welcome call, he's like, okay, so like I just got laid off from my job. Um, and I spent my last like, you know, 5,000 bucks on some marketing and getting into this business and this course. So I'm all in, like, I don't have any more money and my back is against the wall and I have to make this work because like, I don't have a job. And what did you feel like as a coach right there? Like what went through your gut? What did you feel in your gut? Like, did you need a roll aid? Like, how did that feel like hearing that? <laughs> yeah, no, it was terrifying because I actually care. Like, I really, really care about my students and their well-being. And I never, like, I put the pressure on myself to make sure that my students you know, are successful and hearing that I lost my job and I don't have any more money and I made this gamble, like this is a gamble, you know, and I put it all, I'm all in and I'm going, okay, Lauren, buckle up. Like you've got to get this guy deals. Like you've got to do whatever you've got to do. Luckily the guy was local. So he got to come into my in-person coaching. So once a month, I have all my students that want to come. You can fly in. If you're local, drive down. You can come every single month if you want to. And they meet, we hang out in my office for a few hours. We go to lunch and we just do some deep dive work, like the deep work that, you know, you just do better in person. Right. And so he came to my office. I mean, deep dive business consulting with him. And it really was amazing how just a couple tweaks that he made, you know, completely blew up his pipeline. He was closing regular deals. Now I'm pretty certain the guy's more successful than me. I think he closes probably more than I do at this point. He has an office, like he has several employees. Like it's crazy. He's doing so well. And it all came from like, there's this amazing book called Necessary Endings. You know, it's a good one. I think you guys would all benefit from reading. And it's like he had this ending of a career that at first was like kind of scary and devastating. Being laid off is always terrifying 
terrifying, right? But now like, look at his life. Like now he's happy he got laid off and the pressure is now off. Like I'm like, okay, all right, I can breathe. He did very well. In fact, he's doing amazing. So yeah, it's been a great journey to be able to experience, you know, this with people, the change with others. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for Wholesaling Inc. What an incredible story. I mean, holy cow. I hope you've sent Ryan a victory bell or two, yep. at three maybe. That's wild. I mean, did you imagine that when you were in the corporate jail hell? Like, yeah, Ryan's no. story. No, I never thought I would be the host of a podcast. Although, funny enough, a psychic did tell me that I would have an <laughs> online e-course. Swear to God. Okay. <laughs> She said I was going to have an online e-course. I was like, I doubt it. But yeah, hey, who, who knew? I would have never guessed. So powerful. So powerful. Well, David, do you want to take the next spot there? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, you know, when I think of wholesaling, I think of wholesaling, Inc. you know, I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of these episodes as I was first starting out, it taught me so, so much about this business. And I've been teaching and coaching people for five years. And one of my favorite things about that is seeing them succeed. You know, that's not about us at this point, guys, we're giving back, we're helping other people, we're providing value and offering our time for mentorship and coaching. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're creating win-win solutions and often triple wins and quadruple wins. You know, every time we buy a property from somebody, the goal should be to help them, right? It should be to solve a problem for them and, and make a profit second. But that's what we do. We solve problems. And speaking of that, you know, this podcast has helped me figure out tons of ways to solve problems and make a lot of money. So the people that are the most successful in this business are those that are out there solving the most amount of problems. And there's so much value in the previous 999 episodes of value in ways to solve problems, guys. I'm honored to be here. I'm pinching myself, like you guys said as well, because at one point I didn't know anything, right? And I had to learn it all. And at this point, I think we can all agree that, you know, some of the best moments that we get to share are when our students have success. It's no longer about us having success. We have that, right? So, you know, when somebody's trying really hard for weeks or months on end and they have success, I love to celebrate them and seeing people quit their jobs, never encourage it, but I'm here to help and stand by you and behind you when you decide to do so is one of the most fulfilling things that I could ever ask for. So love it. Love to be a part of this. I'm looking forward to, you know, another thousand episodes of providing value and helping people solve problems and ultimately wholesaling properties. So just so honored to be here, Brent. Thanks for hosting today. Well, David, I'll tell you, I'm going to give a testament to you because when I had first launched the Land Sharks program underneath Wholesaling Inc., you know, Tom Kroll, he's like, go get on all the podcasts you can possibly get on. And I believe I use Interview Valet and I found your podcast that you were hosting before you joined this Wholesaling Inc. And you had me on your show. And I think it was like probably the third time I had gotten on someone else's podcast. And now my wife calls me a professional podcast guest. And I really enjoy getting on other people's <laughs> podcasts. But you walked me through that episode and I felt so comfortable doing it. And I was like, this is a good guy. And I got off that podcast. And then I got to meet you like about almost like eight or nine months later in Tampa. And same guy in person as on that podcast, the authentic, you know, the personality, the helpfulness. And you help a lot of us like so much over at Wholesaling Inc. And I know your students are blessed 
to have you as a mentor and a coach. So appreciate you, everything you do and keep pushing it. Hey, thanks for the kind words. I look up to all you guys as well. This is just such an amazing team. And here's the cool thing too, guys. I'm looking really, really, I'm looking forward to collaborating much, much more with all of you and do, you know, episodes just like this. And I know you guys are too. And there's a lot of value that we can share with this audience, you know, with this collaboration to be role models, to, you know, encourage them to go collaborate with other investors in their market. You know, there's no such thing as competitors. Everybody's a strategic partner. Just got to have the right mindset. So Brent, thank you so for the kind words. And I'm honored to be here. I really am. This is amazing. And let me ask you a question. You know, what was that reason for the change for you? You know, the whole thousandth episode, it's like, there's been a lot of change. This, This is the episode of change. Like, you know, what got you into real estate? What got you learning? You said that you didn't know anything at one time. And me personally, I used to sit in those seminars and I'd max my credit cards out for a whole entire weekend. And I wasn't doing anything back in like 2004, five, six. And I was like, one day I'm going to be that guy up there wearing that Rolex in that sweet suit, teaching people how to do this. But I didn't necessarily want to be wearing the Rolex. I just wanted to be so successful in real estate that someone would want me to stand up in front of people to teach. And I'm doing it here. That wish came true. But like, what was that moment for you to want to even dive into this real estate game that is like a roller coaster? Like, this is crazy. This is a hard business. You know, to me, I think it was meeting a couple key figures in my life that hadn't figured out. And all of them had something to do with real estate. They weren't necessarily wholesalers, right? But they would own rental properties or they built, you know, homes or they had something to do with real estate. And, you know, the thing I love about real estate is it's a people business. You know, like we're not buying properties or houses from houses. We're buying them from people. And I love businesses that, you know, about people. So to me, it was just like, hey, this is going to be cool. I get to work with other people. And I get to go out there and help solve problems. And I obviously wanted to build a portfolio that, you know, paid me while I was on vacation or while I was sleeping. But, you know, of course, to me, it was really just, I just loved working with other people and knew that, you know, there was a lot of opportunity here. And yeah, the rest is history. It's been 18 years, man. Holy cow. Wow. <laughs> I think you're the old salty dog on the podcast I, here. I think you've been I guess doing I am, man. Longer. I didn't realize my hair was that great, but 37 <laughs> years old, I'm the old one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Miss Grace Mills, geez, you've been around wholesaling ink for a while as well. Maybe not as long as Lauren, but you started kind of in the shadow, almost like the genius behind the scenes. Because before I joined wholesaling ink as a coach, I had signed up for REI Radio, one of the best marketing channels ever. Uh, especially for buying land, but for buying houses too and mobile. I homes. think all three of us are students of Grace's here. Yeah, that's yeah. See, I didn't even know that. That's amazing. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Chris Arnold attracted me to it. Like, and I remember Derek called me. He's like, Brent, I know you'll buy anything, anything with wholesaling ink. I was like, What is it, Derek? We got this <laughs> new product. It's called REI Radio. And I was like, Wait a minute, you're telling me I can get on the radio? Sign me up. And I was signed up and Chris Arnold called me for the welcome call. And I was like, great, because all the videos. But what's really cool about it is that weekly call that Grace would do. And she helped me with the numbers. I still don't understand all the technical background stuff that you talk about, Grace. But like you got me on the radio. And it's like we all seek after something in life. I think I finally felt successful that day when I was on the radio for the first time. And all these realtors that uh, used to get aggravated at me when I would give them lowball offers are now calling me saying, we heard you on the radio, big dog. And I'm like, oh, I'm a big dog now. That's right. I'm on the radio. So Grace, 
I just want to know like all about you. So I'll stop talking for a minute and you go ahead. No, you're perfectly fine. And thank you for that introduction. My entry point is super different from everyone, you know, from all of you guys. And I always like listening to you guys. Like I constantly learning. I love being a student of life and never get to a point where you think you kind of have everything figured out to a point where you can't take notes from someone else. And I love David's point that there's no such thing as competition. It's almost like strategic partners. It's all about your mindset. And that's a big one for me. I came out of a family, to be honest with you, by the time I graduated high school. I was the, one of the first kids in the family to graduate high school. I'd probably say in about a six to seven year period, right? So my entry point into real estate or business, to be honest with you, was not expected. I went into college and you couldn't tell me anything at that particular point, just a little bit about me. I believed I was like the next Stephen A. Smith on like ESPN, like all through... <laughs> <laughs> when I went into, like when I hit the college campus, I knew every athlete, I knew every sport, the gymnastics team, like everyone. That was what I thought that everything that I was good at would accumulate to was just going to be, you know, some reporter. Because I like writing. I like talking to people. I like meeting with people. I like learning new things. Ended up turning into like a mass communications major where I got to study everything under the umbrella, including marketing. And I went, oh my God, I really kind of like this. <laughs> And so I went on this really random journey, kind of bouncing around various, I'd say like real estate administrative jobs. Um, I'd always had an interest in real estate. And in college, I was going, do I seriously want to keep sitting here going in debt? I like educating myself. I want to be better at something, but does it make sense to be in debt? And I'd probably say by the end of, you know, a couple of years, I probably was already like, I want to say like 16 grand in debt just off of two years. And that was even with some scholarships pointed in. And I went, this isn't enough for me. And then you start in college sizing up the salaries that's projected for the major you're studying. And I went, mm -hmm. oh, all of this? <laughs> kind of leave like some of the entry jobs are like maybe 45,000. I'm like, I'm in debt, you know, for X, Y, Z amount of money to roll out of school and then only make maybe $45,000. It's like, yeah, no, I got expensive takes. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> Target and now, I- I'm curious. Like, target conversation every now I have to know. I think the listener wants to know what was that total debt? What was the big total like over your shoulders on your back monkey debt? Yeah, it was 16 grand before I was like, I can't do this. This makes so no it's sense. It's, it, to yeah, it, she was smart. She didn't let it get to 200 grand, right? She's like, doesn't matter. It doesn't line up. Which Thanks is, for clarifying that because that yeah. makes way more sense now because I was like, whoa, what is that number going to look like? I was expecting the 200,000. <laughs> you were smart and you saw it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, yeah, you know, when I, it's six figures to go to college for four years nowadays. It's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Great experience. You know, I'm not saying, <laughs> but, you know, college was terrible. Great experience. I learned a lot. I met a lot of people and I got to explore me. Right. Like that was, you know, getting out into the world and being able to explore yourself. That's a very big deal and kind of getting a feel for where you fit in the world. Um, I've always been a value add person. Like I love to be able to contribute something, but I, that means I like to belong somewhere. I want to feel like I belong somewhere and then I'm actually adding value to that particular thing. And the longer I stayed in college, the less I felt like what I was studying and what I was doing was a going to be worth it in terms of money. But then secondly, I didn't feel like that was me. That wasn't my purpose. That's not 
combining all the things that I want to do in life and the things that I'm good at and what I felt fulfilled with, I knew, I knew that wasn't going to be for me. And I'm not telling you that in a year or two years that I figured it out. Absolutely not. <laughs> I came out of college with no plan other than the plan was I don't want to accumulate more debt. That was about as much of a plan as I possibly had at that particular point. And I went from everyone in my family kind of going, look at Grace is all the potential. She's in the smart kid. I was a smart kid in my family. Everyone kind of has to think, right? I was a smart kid. I mean, I was a kid that was supposed to get everything figured out. And one day I didn't. I didn't have a plan. And very quickly in my family, everyone kind of scratched their head and went, well, what are you going to do with your life? I have no idea. <laughs> I had no clue. And I bounced around a lot of odd jobs trying to find my place. And I had always had an interest in, in real estate. Real estate's like always there as an option, but couldn't figure out quite where exactly do you start in real estate because that's very broad. Luckily, there's so many options and opportunities in real estate to play with. But when you're new to it, you have zero clue where to start at all because there's so many things for you to play with. And so I actually just got started just being an administrative assistant to as many real estate agents that would hire me. Just like, oh, I can call your leads. I'll remove your old listings off of Zillow. And, you know, I don't know, I might be aging myself as well. Like when Trulia was around <laughs> before Zillow actually purchased it. I mean, I did anything and everything that I possibly get my hands on. And as a trade-off, I would try and keep the agent or the realtor on the phone for as long as I could to answer you know, random questions and learn as much as I possibly could. Long story short, that ended up running me into Chris Arnold and his actual company. And I started prospecting leads, what have you. And one day as I'm talking to Lease, I went, hey, who's doing the marketing? I'm hearing a lot of pain points that I can tell from the marketing we're not addressing and that we're not addressing also as a company in terms of making sure that people are taken care of. And so <laughs> that was how I got started literally as a director of marketing and spent about seven and a half years, honestly, tinkering every little marketing channel under the sun and then being able to slowly kind of teach it to other people like, you know, Brent and David. And that's where I really felt fulfilled. That's where me being a value add person came into full fruition is going, hey, I get an opportunity to share everything that I've possibly learned with someone else. And I'll tell you that for me personally, as much money as I know that I can make personally, I get the most excited being able to help someone else. It's like seeing someone else win is far more exciting than anything that I ever thought that I was going to get accomplished. I had zero clue that I would ever end up here or that I would be on the thousandth episode of Wholesaling Inc. You know, kind of like what Brent said, you would have to have pinched me. There's no way I would have thought coming out of school and very not too many people in my family even had graduating with a high school diploma that I would end up at this particular point. And 250 students later across 48 states across the US plus Canada of actually successfully coaching people to say, hey, look, look how much of a game changer this is. I'm in awe <laughs> and incredibly grateful every second of every day because I'm kind of like, I can't believe this is actually real, that it's all kind of tied in together that way. But I love being able to contribute any way I can. Sounds like there's two states that they're open. We should go get them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like where you're you know, at. There's 230 radio markets across the <laughs> 230. So there are multiple markets within an actual state. Yeah. So <laughs> That's there's incredible. a lot of room. <laughs> Can you think of a student off the top of your head that just was your ultimate winning, that your ultimate success in your mind just to see them be successful? Is there a story that comes to mind? like a student you'd like to showcase here? I don't know that there's one student. And why I say that is because 
very often some people are sitting there and you know that you need something different from your business, but it's incredibly scary to start something you don't know. And it's incredibly scary to kind of sit. And, you know, I have a couple of students that are like similar to me. Hey, I'm sitting in college and going, I'm collecting a bunch of debt. Does this make any sense? It's why I can relate to that so much is that I know both sides of it. You know what it's like not to have much money not to be super well educated or to be an expert on one topic or another, but to go, I know I need something different, but where exactly do I start? I'm honestly incredibly honored to just be a helping hand to any of my students because they all come from various backgrounds. I have students that are literally like a nine to five and going, I need out of this nine to five and I don't have the means to figure out how to do that. And then they go, well, hey, as much as I, you know, cold calling and things like that are great, but the student that's working that full time nine to five, they're like, I don't have the luxury of even having the mental energy. So once I'm done, go do this, even though I know my business needs something to get off of the ground. Or the nine to five teacher that's like, I love what I do, believe me, but what I make financially isn't enough to take care of me and my family, although I spend every single day educating our communities. And that's a big Mm. deal. I'm Mm. super huge on education, but it's almost like, you know, I hate that financially it gets to a point where people are almost struggling to truly live what they know that they deserve to live as a life because they're spending so much time doing things for other people. I know what that's like. So super, I, I would super say there's rewarding. not one. Yeah, incredibly rewarding. But so there's not one necessarily student. I have so many students of various backgrounds. I'm just grateful to be a part of their journey. Man, well said. Yeah. And I can relate with the student and also the teachers. I see so many students that uh, we have a good friend that is a teacher and she's barely making ends meet And a lot of times she has to buy the supplies for these children that their parents aren't making Mm -hmm. ends meet. So it's Mm -hmm. almost like, man, like some things need to change. Like, do I want a teacher to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year where they should have been an attorney, like attorneys teaching kids? No. And this is not a bash against attorneys. I'm just saying that like, there's a position for everyone just like you, Grace. Guys, Rhino Nation, anybody hearing this right now, if you're hearing this and you're like, man, my friend needs to hear this. My uncle needs to hear this. My aunt needs to hear this. Or my teacher friend needs to hear this. Please share this episode with just one person. This is the thousandth episode. And I'm just so honored to be a part of it. And any final words of wisdom, thoughts, gold nuggets, or maybe advice to yourself 10 years ago, any of you guys would like to share? Well, I'll start. So I think my best advice as far as like how to kind of make that leap is to really have a no excuses type of attitude, like tell yourself that you are going to do this. And if you don't, you're going to (laughs) die. I'm kind of serious. I think what's helped me is when I first got started, I had to put all my marketing expenses on a credit card. So my only option was to close that first deal or I'd be stuck with credit card debt, which felt like I was going to die. So, you know, I'm not saying go get your credit card and do the same thing, but put that in your head that you have to do this. There's no choice and own your results. If you're not getting the results, figure out why. Seek help, ask friends, ask for mentorship, you know, listen to the podcast, but no excuses. You guys can absolutely do it. If all of us can, you've heard, we all come from very, you know, different varying backgrounds. But the one thing I didn't hear in this episode is that we were like descendants of the Rockefeller family. We all basically came from pretty humble beginnings. So, you know, if we can, you absolutely can. Burn the boats, burn the boats. (laughs) 
I agree, Lauren. Love it. I love it. Totally agree. You got to burn the boats, guys. You got to jump all in. That's just another way to say jump all in, right? Brent, I love the question. What would you tell yourself right 10 years ago? And then three things come to mind. Number one, this is a marketing business before it's any other business. And sometimes students still have you know, difficulties comprehending that. So this is a marketing business. It's, you know, you either got to ring people's phones or you have to pay to get yours to ring. Number two, you make your money when you buy, you get paid when you sell, but all the money's made on the buy side, right? So you've got to get good deals and really wholesaling is nothing more than getting a great deal and selling to somebody else at a good deal. And number three is lead with solving problems and you will create value, which will allow you to get paid. But if you are out here and you're just trying to get paid, people are going to sense that. And they're not going to want to work with you. You're not going to be able to build rapport with them. So lead by solving a problem. Try to understand where these people that you are helping are coming from and, you know, be a good listener and solve a problem for them. And you will stumble into deals. You just got to be consistent. What a great question. I love it. I love it. Grace? Absolutely agree with that. Absolutely agree with what David said is that is super major. I hear that a lot as students are kind of coming in and they're, they will naturally say in a welcome call, hey, what do I need to be successful? And I would, number one, always say that it starts with mindset. If you don't believe that you can actually do it, you're going to end up manifesting that. Like all those little doubts, right? If you have got to get those in a grip to say, hold on, sell, <laughs> right? To like Lauren's point, what was big picture for her is I hate credit card debt. So I'm all in. This is going to work or I'm going to end up being stuck with credit card debt. Whatever that is that you need to kind of keep big picture or, you know, kind of like as your in mission and goal. I would say stay married to that, just echoing everything that you guys said, because it's absolutely correct. That is going to really, really help you with your consistency in terms of getting deals or even maximizing your revenue, whatever that is. It is starts at your mindset of how you're coming in and you're approaching it. And I definitely echo what, what David mentioned is if you are coming in to always solve someone's problem you'll be fine. If you're only leading with just trying to make money, it'll get you into really sticky situations that you really didn't need to be in because you led with money first instead of leading with, let me just come in and problem solve or create as much value as I can to help this person out of their situation. Because that helps you. The more you help people, you're going to end up building a certain brand or a credibility about yourself. And you'll be surprised how much referral business you can potentially build on just how well you took care of the previous you know, seller or your previous client. I love it. All right. Me 10 years ago, I would tell myself, figure out what the heck you want and go out there and get it. Turn your phone off, turn the email off, go out there and partner with whoever it takes. If you need to buy education or you need to money for your marketing campaign or your radio campaign, go out there and find someone that wants to see you win and partner with them and do whatever it takes to make that person's partner with you happy and just go out there and get it. Like you just got to stop you know, trying to please everybody, impress everybody. Tell your children you're going to be working some late nights. Tell your wife, your husband, you're going to be working some late nights. And you might not see me as much as you like, but I'm building the future for all of us. Just give me 12 months and go do it. Uh, you can't plant an orange tree today and live off of it tomorrow. It takes a while. It takes a while. So we had two announcements. I know we're running short on time. Lauren, you want to go first? Because I know you need to bounce here in a couple seconds. Yeah, I just wanted to announce. So David Dodge and me have been collaborating a lot lately. And you guys have heard a lot about Rhino Roadmap being the newest Wholesaling Inc. course. Well, David and I are going to be collaborating a lot more. And I have came out with a Virtual Investing Mastery 2.0 version. So what virtual... <laughs> 
So I will let David explain Rhino Roadmap, but virtual investing mastery is for the beginner to intermediate who wants to get into wholesaling, but you are going to have to be virtual either because you want to be virtual, you don't want to be tied down to your backyard, you want to be able to invest in other markets, or maybe you actually have to. You might live in a market like New York or Miami or Southern California like I did, where investing in real estate is very, very challenging. So my course is now, you know, we've got a 2.0 version. It is essentially, you know, the same offering. We got weekly coaching calls. I have a support forum in which I talk to students every single day. I answer those questions on a daily basis. And we do a once a month meetup. I call it office hours in my office that you can come in person for a couple hours. So that's VIM 2.0 is being launched. And David Dodge, why don't you share the news about Rhino Roadmap? Yeah, Rhino Roadmap is awesome. I'm so excited. This is such a great opportunity because, you know, I really want to offer more of my time and my energy to helping people. And, you know, I thought, what better way to provide value and to teach people how to get a wholesale deal here at Wholesaling Geek. So still going to be offering Burr Method Mastery. Of course, I'm going to continue to do that. And I love that. But I just really want to help a lot of people get from zero to one. First deal, first couple deals. And that's what we're working on with the Rhino Roadmap. And it's exciting. And again, we will be collaborating not only with Lauren, but with the rest of the awesome coaches over here at Wholesaling Inc. So we have some really, really cool stuff coming in the pipeline. It's really, really fun. David, I forgot to announce too. So as a part of, if you are with Rhino Roadmap or VIM, Virtual Investing Mastery My Program, David and I are going to do a group coaching call between our audience or our group, our tribes once a month. So you get a little taste of David and a little taste of me. I don't know if that sounded weird, but wanted no, to let fun. you guys know that that's happening. That's right. It's good to get the different perspectives. You know, we can all learn from each other. I always encourage, you know, all of the students to, you know, collaborate with each other in a joint venture and, uh, you know, and to squat up, you know, and make friends with each other and work together. Because again, there are no competitors in this business. We're all strategic partners. You know, we're out here creating winning scenarios. The seller wins whenever we help them solve a problem. We win in the end by doing the deal and getting paid. But we're also teeing up a buyer. And I love doing joint ventures with my students. I know, Lauren, you mentioned that you do that sometimes too. I'm paying a student $45,000 next week. How cool is that? He's wholesaling me a deal. So That's awesome. yeah, amazing. It's so fun to do this and it's so fun to, you know, have success, but to give it and to show it and to teach it. So yeah, this is great. Brent, thank you so much for hosting 1000th episode. Wow. Amazing. All right. I just put a challenge to all the listeners right now on the 1000th episode. Go out there and find a deal today. Go ahead, knock on that door, send that letter, make that cold call. Just take that leap and keep taking action. Guys, you know it, wholesalinginc.com. I want you to go to wholesalinginc.com right now. Book a call with our amazing team. If we like what you have to say, we might even invite you into the Rhino Tribe. God bless. Thanks for watching or listening to the thousandth episode. And we'll talk to you again soon. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.